Guitarathon is the greatest guitar sale on earth, and it's happening now. Get massive savings on a huge selection of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, pedals, and other accessories. Get select Ernie Ball strings, three for ten. Save $100 on a Fender Special Edition Strat, or get a Yamaha acoustic for just $199. Plus, get special financing on select major brands. Don't miss these incredible deals. Available online and in store now through November 1st. Guitarathon, only at Guitar Center. Find your sound. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Flotto in the near corner, digs into two-point range, gets close to the edge of the paint, draws a double team, and the ball's knocked away. Another Sacramento turnover. Sound like a broken record. No look pass. Omri Caspi left wing from Rubio for the score. It's 31-16. to 16. Kings are killing themselves by giving up the basketball. Nine turnovers, and we have played 11 and a half minutes. Man, that highlight was still weird to hear. I know Omri Caspi went to New Orleans and then ultimately to Minnesota. You heard the highlight of the G-Man calling that Kings-Timberwolves game. And Omri Caspi, a member of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Welcome into another edition of Locked on Kings. We're going to continue our player evaluation and we mentioned that uh, James Ham, Katie Christensen, Jason Jones, Jerry Reynolds, all people I respect and uh, cover the team and work with the team. And I had a chance to interview them all and ask them about every player that played even a minute on the Sacramento Kings. We touched on Langston Galloway yesterday. Today we're going to talk about the forgotten man, and that is Omri Caspi. I know he's not going to be a part of the future, but we do have to acknowledge what he did for the Sacramento Kings in 2016-2017 before he was traded on that big all-star weekend trade, along with DeMarcus Cousins, to New Orleans. And Omri, you know, my overall thought on him is another likable guy. A guy that was here initially, drafted here by the Sacramento Kings, bounced around the league a little bit. And when he came back, I felt like Omri was an even better player. And Omri, you know, we talk about guys fitting into systems and playing well under certain coaches, had his best professional year a year ago. One of the few guys that really, really thrived under George Carl. Then you enter Dave Yeager, and it just seemed like he was pushed back in the rotation. Yeager certainly was going to start Rudy Gay, seemed to be a bigger fan of Matt Barnes, so that pushed back Omri Caspi. And then you factor in trying to fit DeMarcus with maybe Willie or Costa and playing some bigs or Tolliver, uh, maybe even moving some twos to the three spot. And Omri, it was difficult for him to get consistent minutes. But when he did play... I think Omri did still kind of what his normal thing is. I mean, he's a guy that has the ability to shoot it pretty well, really moves well without the basketball, and uh, is pretty good in, in short spurts. I think when Omri plays a long stretches, you don't get the best of Omri, but he's a perfect bench player, can give you some good production, and this season probably felt pretty incomplete for him as a Sacramento King because Caspi played, what, just 22 games, Two of them he started, didn't get a bunch of minutes, shot the ball at a decent clip, hit 11 of 29 three-pointers, averaged just under six points a game as a Sacramento King in 2016-2017, but just never really got going. But uh, here's a little sample of what it sounded like when Omri was playing for the Kings. Matt Barnes knocks it away, grabbed by Caspi, gets it up to Temple, back to Caspi, two-hand flush in transition, and the Kings have their biggest lead of the early evening. On top by seven... 
And Bede comes up to set a high pick for Rodriguez. He rolls, drops it off his hip. It's grabbed by Caspi. Weaves his right, then weaves left. He takes it into the lane. He twists. He scores. Nice job by Omri Caspi against Robert Covington. He turned him once. He turned him a second time and then was able to control the layup attempt. Russell dribbles it off his foot. It's grabbed by Collison. Collison with a drop pass to Caspi. Two-hand jam and he's fouled. Boy, Timofey Mozgov is not happy about something, apparently with his, one of his teammates. He is barking, and now a technical foul has just been called by the rookie official. We talked about Omri kind of just needing an opportunity. I found this interview from during the season. It was part of that Kings long road trip. When they won, Omri played well. And afterwards, he chatted with the G-man, Gary Gerald, about that very thing, just waiting for that opportunity. I know it's been a peculiar season in a number of ways for various individuals, yourself included. You go through that two-week stretch where you basically didn't get an opportunity to play. Now you're back in the rotation. You've stayed, obviously, prepared and in good shape. What's that adventure been like, Omri? Uh, It wasn't easy, obviously, you know, but uh, I feel like, you know, every game that goes by, I get more and more, you know, confidence within the system. Uh, I think one of the things I'm trying to really emphasize every game is is, is no turnovers, Uh, play good defense, play hard. You know, it's it's some of the stuff that I, you know, bring every every night. So kind of earn coach's trust um, and get to know him and and get to know his tendencies and what he likes, what he don't like. And and those little things uh, can bring a big difference for myself with this team. You're so good at movement without the basketball, and it's such a basic part of the game. And uh, Cousins found you a couple of times on hard cuts to the basket. Your eyes light up in that situation? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a, something in the NBA that, that people don't do as much anymore. I don't know why, but, you know, there's so much of, of individual skills, but people forget just to move and cut and pass. And those little things can, can get you so many easy points just to run the floor and then somebody gets, you know, post up and you cut and come behind and then look at your defender and sees back and just come behind him. Uh, this is just playing basketball, you know, yeah. going up you know, overseas and in Israel and then just play basketball. All right, now let's get to our evaluators. We mentioned we're going to talk with James Ham, Katie Christensen, Jerry Reynolds, and Jason Jones about Omri Caspi. And uh, let's start with Jason Jones first on this. Omri uh, kind of fell into the rotation, fell out of the rotation because of other options. That at least is according to Jason Jones. Uh, you know, when uh, Dave comes in, he, you know, he, he brings Matt with him. Matt's a guy he knows. Matt knows his system. So Matt's going to take some of those minutes behind Rudy. And then, you know, so that that's part of it. And then he was playing the two bigs a lot together. You know, it was uh, coasting the market to start games. And then even then he would then he would just go small, which meant Tolliver, maybe Rudy playing the four. And that just didn't leave a lot of minutes for for OC. So, and when he the times and every time it seemed like he was about to you know get a break and play, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So it was like he had, he had the worst luck this year. Even he gets to New Orleans, breaks his hand or his thumb the first game. So, I mean, it was a real bad luck season for him. And I know he's a. That I know he was frustrated early in the year when he wasn't playing, and then when he finally gets the play, he can't stay healthy. And I think, you know, I think as long as you had Matt there and you had Garrett Temple there, and I think every coach is going to play guys that, that that came in with him and guys that he knows. So I think that kind of left him on the outside looking in. And then, like I said, you know, whenever he whenever he was getting that chance, he suddenly got hurt. Follow up, Jason, with uh, evaluation from Katie Christensen, and she starts with Omri really being in a tough spot this season. 
Yeah, it was a difficult situation from the beginning. I think Omri pretty much did what was expected of him in the sense that we've, like you said, we've known him. We're familiar with his game. But the unfortunate aspect of his time here is that there was such a backlog in that position. And so he wasn't getting the court time. But I thought, you know, when he did get the opportunity that he performed up to up to par and he did a good job and that's why you know he then he goes to new orleans and immediately gets hurt and gets waived which was unfortunate but you know he got picked up right away again and that just shows value and and kind of the respect that people have around the league for what he brings to a team um but in all fairness you know Omri wasn't the only one on the roster that went through bouts of where he'd play and perform well for a while. And then for whatever reason, there would be somebody else that stepped up. And for the next 10 games, their number was called. So I think now in retrospect, looking back on it, we get so uh, kind of dug in during the season of trying to make sense. And it's the game to game stuff of how they're performing. I almost think in retrospect, looking back that this coaching staff, and the front office, it's almost like they were playing guys in chunks of time to give them an opportunity to maybe even reevaluate them better and see what it would be like in the future. And we focus so much on the now, and that's something that it just happens in professional sports. So I think it was kind of maybe something that they had planned to be able to give different guys opportunities see how they fit with the organization and see how they would be a a part of it moving forward and not just focusing on the right now and this year, but the long-term. And we tend not to see that Jason during the season. Next Kings insider, James Ham was asked, what was different with Omri this season compared to others? You know, I, I don't know. I I had a lot of conversations with Omri. Uh, He's a player that I've, I've covered for two different stints we actually became pretty close when he was in Sacramento. Um, he let the negativity seep in, and I think that that's, that's always a bad thing when you're a player. Um, he came into this season thinking that he was going to sign a long-term deal in Sacramento and be a king for the rest of his career, and that's, it fully was his intention. And somewhere along the way, he and Dave Yeager just didn't fit together. And I, it's a little bit personality. It's a little bit play style. But whatever happened there, it wasn't good. And it really played out in an ugly way for Omri because his response to, well, we're not going to play you the first 10 games of the season, basically, was to say, okay, well, when it comes time for you to need me, maybe I will be healthy, maybe I won't be, but I'm not going to play through something because I'm a free agent coming up and you know, I'm not going to risk my career for you when you've shown me very little. And I know that there was a lot of angst with the way that Matt Barnes played a lot of minutes, and at 36 going on 37, you know, Matt Barnes isn't, wasn't the future of the Sacramento Kings, and Omri thought he was the future of the Sacramento Kings, you know, as a, as a player who intended to be here long term. And it just didn't work out. And I feel bad for him because it really, you know, he, he gets traded to New Orleans. He instantly breaks his thumb after score, scoring 12 points in his first game with the Pelicans. And then he gets waived because they needed the roster spot. And uh, he finishes uh, finishes out the season with Minnesota, but it just didn't work out at any point this season. You have a guy who averaged, what, 12 points a game last season on 40-something percent shooting from three, and he he has a complete throwaway season in his in his free agent year. And uh, so sort of a, a disappointing season for Omri. 
And we close things out on our evaluation of Omri Caspi with Jerry Reynolds. And basically, why was he a better fit with George Carl than he was with Dave Yeager? Well, I think that was kind of it. You know, of course, he had some uh, nagging injury kind of situation here, too. You know, I mean, he had, it was kind of that way all year, actually, even in New Orleans, for goodness sakes. I uh, just couldn't uh, get and stay healthy. But uh, I think once he got kind of got behind those two guys, as you mentioned, it, it, he just really couldn't get the time he needs. I, I've always felt Omri's one of those guys that if, you, if you've got minutes for him, and I've you know, give my opinion to people around the league at times. If you've got 25 minutes for him a game, he'll produce. You know, he'll find a way, you know, with his energy and effort. And uh, he'll the more he plays, the better he'll play. You know, if, if you're going to try to play in five minutes here and five minutes there, he'll try to do too much and uh, just gets all discombobulated, I, I think. I think so, you know, whether it's going to work out in Minnesota or not, I don't know. But but it didn't work, certainly did not work uh really here uh, this season. And again, overall, Omri's evaluation for me, kind of incomplete this season, but you think about what he has provided over the years. His first run through the Kings, his second run through, um, and at the end of the season, that was a position of need, small forward with him being gone, Barnes being gone, Rudy being hurt. They had to move a lot of guys, so he, you know, he was a part of the trade. He had to go, but if he was still around, I bet Omri would have played a little bit at the end of the season and being a free agent that might have helped his cause he's still waiting for that big payday I think someone should pay him and will pay him I wouldn't be surprised if we see Omri back in Sacramento not necessarily as a player but he he seemed to really like the community the community loved him and he's one of those guys that when his career is done I wouldn't be surprised at all if we saw Omri back in this area or you'd see him periodically just seems like one of those guys that uh, appreciated it here and obviously people gave him the love back so that's our player evaluation today of Omri Caspi. We're going to get to Tyreek Evans tomorrow. We thank you for listening to Locked on Kings. Again, on Audioboom, Stitcher, iTunes, it's free. Everywhere it's free, but do it on demand. Just subscribe. Let it have it just there waiting for you to listen when you want. Monday through Friday, we have it for you. Also, Google Play. Check it out on all those different sources. So we uh, covered Langston Galloway on Wednesday. Today, Omri Caspi. Tomorrow, we'll tackle... Tyreek Evans and evaluate his brief run with the Kings and his second go around. We'll do that more with our experts of Jason Jones, Jerry Reynolds, Katie Christensen, and James Hamm. We'll do that tomorrow right here on another edition of Locked on Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Just one It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.